Um, so we are getting started today um, with today's edition of Healing is Power. And Healing is Power, um, as you know, has to do with, or my idea that um, when we know better, we do better. And I want to, and my goal is to really normalize getting healing because ultimately I want you to live your best life ever. Um, I want everyone to be unapologetically them. And so today is all about, um, and every Thursday when I come on, it's all about giving healing. So my motto is, some people say money is power. Some people say that knowledge is power. I say that healing is power. And so what does that mean? And so each week, I come on, I talk about a different topic, um, and today's topic is trauma, and really beginning to understand what trauma looks like, what trauma, um, how it affects us, you know, what are some things, I think sometimes we go through so many different things that we don't even equate it with trauma. So today I'm going to really go through a list of things that um, tell us what trauma is, what it looks like, what are some of the symptoms, and how we can get through it. All right, so thank you for logging in. Um, don't have any music on today, but we'll have some soon. Um, so we're gonna just jump right into it. I know this is recorded, so other people will see this later. Um, so if you are joining, my name is Lakeisha Harris. I am a mental health therapist as well as parent coach. And my goal is definitely to help people reach their fullest potential. So please do like the video and share the video because even if it's not relevant for you, um, more than likely it's going to be relevant for somebody else. So what is trauma? What does it look like? Um, so trauma is that thing that we have dealt with and it continues to come up in our in our minds and our hearts um, it's the thing that causes us to still want to cry or still want to isolate ourselves and definitely really trauma is something that keeps on affecting us and it happens in so slightly that sometimes we even miss it we you know we dismiss it because as individuals as strong people we tend to dismiss stuff you know we got through it we're over it and so we let it go so really want you to take some time to look at some of the things that happen in your life what are some of the things in your own individual life that you think about and just the thought of it makes you feel sad just the thought of it makes you want to cry um so a lot of times we will avoid those conversations because you know who wants to feel sad so I want to go over some examples of, of traumatic events and why it is important because trauma, it affects us going forward. So even trauma that we went through as children, um, in the studies that show on research, and I, you know, I'm big on research, so I've done all this research and not to bore you with research, but there's definitely research that lets us know um, that some of the things that we go through shape our DNA. It transforms who we are and who we are potentially going to be. And so really beginning to understand how it does affect us. If you can understand trauma, then you can understand how it affects us. And if you can understand how it affects us, then you can begin to get better. And so again, my whole goal is to help you get better, help us all live our best life ever. Um, so some of the things that is considered trauma and of course there's different levels of trauma so there's trauma that um 
that we have long-term and we live with forever. And then there's trauma that we deal with and we feel like we've gotten through it. So this list is not an all-inclusive list, um, but it is some of the main things. So the first one is community violence. So if we have ever, or if you know someone who has ever endured um, or seen shootings or muggings or um, ever been assaulted, sexually assaulted, bullying, all those type of things that make us feel sad that make us question ourselves that make us question you know what do we do what do we say that we do something wrong right um community violence affects us and because and i think you know in lower income or high um, violence areas we dismiss so much of that right because it happens to everybody you know i've definitely have had clients who you know yeah they've dealt with that stuff all their life and they've dealt with it so much that they don't consider it an issue but it does and it affects us long term and later on in life so really understanding how community violence affects us um and definitely someone noted PS, um, ptsd and definitely um one of the primary things and, you know later i'll get into more how that help how it affects us now so even if we've gone through some of these things years ago um as children or you know 10 years ago as adults it still affects us um, the other one is sexual abuse or physical abuse. So being beat up, being um, sexually assaulted affects us. So even boys who are sexually assaulted as children, again, you know, even when they're 11 and 12, right? Um, and again, that's one of the things that we totally dismiss when boys are sexually assaulted, especially when it's by a female, right? So when if boys are sexually assaulted by men, we are all in. Um, but really understanding the impact that sexual behavior and abuse has on children and adults going forward. Again, natural disasters. Again, this is a key time, Hurricane um, Harvey right now. The trauma that goes on in natural disasters, um, Hurricane Katrina, if you just put yourself in a point of really understanding what all that went on, that goes on, you know, your whole life is now something else. So natural disasters is huge um, and affects, it's a huge trauma and affects us daily. Um, being in or witnessing a serious car accident, again, sometimes I think that's one of the things that we kind of accept as trauma. Like when we've been in a bad accident, we kind of accept that one, right? Because that doesn't happen to everybody. Um, but some of the other traumas, it happens to so many people around us that we dismiss it. So really beginning to, identify okay car accidents you know someone who's been in a car accident they no longer want to drive but they no longer want to be in a car um that is trauma um the sudden unexpected death of a, um, a loved one like suicide or accidental death that again is trauma um we're not prepared for it so all of a sudden our brain goes into a different mode of survival right and so once we do that, we, it's sometimes hard to get out of that loop. And so death, sudden death, unexpected deaths can be very traumatic for a lot of people. Um, serious injuries, so dog attacks even, burns, um, when you are attacked or a major surgery. Again, these are things that everyone, or you know somebody who has gone through some of this some of these things and we kind of dismiss it um so again my goal is to really begin to identify what are some of the things that we go through what are the things that we kind of dismiss so that we stop dismissing it and we can get help for it all right um thank you
I see some of the comments, so that's awesome. Thank you guys for being present today and giving me your comments. Definitely, I love feedback. And you know, at the end, um, if you think of some other topics that you would like to hear about, please do let me know. Because again, my goal is to bring awareness, normalize healing, and you know, allow power um, healing to happen so we can have the power that we need. All right, another one is domestic violence, family violence, dating violence, trauma, all right? Um, war or political violence. So anytime, you know, just think about 9-11 and when we were attacked, um, the trauma that those people experience and sometimes not even necessarily be, being in it, but knowing about it, um, it affects us. And then also abandonment, you know, we've been through child or, you know, people who have been through child abuse or abandonment that again causes trauma. That's a traumatic event that we need to address. Um, a lot of times we will not address it. We just kind of let it go, right? Because we feel like it's going to happen. And so one of the things I do want to definitely identify with children, because children tend not to be expressive, right? Because for one, they don't want to hurt. They don't want the people around them to hurt. So they won't talk about some of that trauma. So it's up to us as parents and as professionals, as caregivers, um, and just people who are interacting with people to be mindful of some of the things that children go through and ask those questions or get them help so they feel comfortable talking about some of those things. All right, and so what does trauma look like on a day-to-day -day basis? And so I really think this part is really important because it helps you to understand why we should get help, right? So trauma looks like anger. You know, the person who always seems angry, you know, they are the first one to want to fight. They are the first one to um, argue, who just always seems angry. Um, anxiety, so that's nervous feeling, you have panic attacks, different things um, that give you anxiety, right? Um, then there is the overeating and undereating. So people, of course, handle trauma differently. So some handle trauma with overeating. So we're eating all the time. We're kind of because, and it makes sense though. It's really important to understand that all this makes sense. And I'm going to go into that later on how the brain works and what you're doing and what people do to survive becomes helpful. All right. So right now just looking at trauma and what is, and how does it look on a day-to-day -day basis? So I'd said anger, anxiety, and then also lack of focus. So can't concentrate. And if you can't concentrate, you can't get things done. Um, then it looks like you know, with kids, we say it's ADHD, but really understanding that trauma usually has a huge role in that, right? And then there's depression, of course, right? And I talked about depression last week and all that entails our lack of motivation, our lack of desire to do things that are fun, um, our need for sleep. So not unresolved trauma deals with or results in depression as well. Um, substance abuse. Um, marijuana use, alcohol, drugs, it is a numbing factor, right? So because you are dealing with your trauma still, you begin to do things to make yourself feel better. And that is actually, that's so normal, right? It's a protective factor that we do. So, you know, a lot of times people will smoke or drink or, you know, do drugs, take pills or what have you, because it makes them feel normal. It makes them feel relaxed. And when you are dealing with trauma and is active trauma, you don't feel relaxed. You don't have that peaceful state. Um, psychosis. And psychosis is just a false sense of reality. Um, you don't necessarily 
or you know some people might hear voices or see things and some of it could be schizophrenia but the reality is some of it is just unresolved trauma that we have dealt with and we go our brain goes into this protective state of you know it's not gonna happen again so you'll hear voices right but that's your brain trying to protect you so being really important really um in tune to trauma will help you and others you know that you come in contact with to be able to deal with it better all right and then the other one is the overt sexual activity so a lot of people you know or you know not everyone who have overt sexual activity has been through trauma, but a large portion has. And so really, again, it's a numbing feeling. It's a way to release your endorphins so that you can relax, so you can have this joy feeling because your brain, because of your trauma, is no longer producing it on its own, right? And so really understanding how trauma affects your day-to-day -day living, um, then if you know that, if you know, okay, because of this trauma, this is why I'm sad. This is why I'm, you know, on drugs. Oh, and then the other thing that I didn't mention, um, as far as examples of trauma, when people are go are incarcerated, um, whatever happens in jail, something happens to them in jail, that is trauma as well. Again, it's anything that causes you to get off of your norm, right? And so really understanding trauma, um, so that for one understanding what trauma is right so that you can begin to identify these are some of the reasons why i do these things and so we see people all the time and they either are angry they're sad you know they just are unmotivated and we are like you know so, so often why aren't you doing better you you should do better you know better but really their lack of motivation comes from their trauma. And so science shows that when children, individuals go through trauma, your brain begins to change, your DNA begins to change. So I was thinking about, and I, I um, did a lot of research and one of the ladies, Dr. Harris, she was awesome. Harris like me, I know, but it's a different, um, a doctor. And so she really gave this great example of, imagine yourself being with the bear, you see a bear, your, your body automatically goes into this, you know, that fight or flight. So all the communication that's going through your body to your brain is being rushed and you begin to identify, all right, do I run or do I fight this bear, right? And so after your adrenaline's down, you know, and I'm saying a bear, but just think about if you ever had, you know, a, something urgent happen, like a major car accident or a fight or anything, how your brain goes. And then sometimes afterwards you might have a headache because your brain has moved so fast right think about that but then think about the person who's been in trauma going through that process day in and day out right so those who have seen domestic violence those who have been sexually assaulted um, particularly for those who are seeing it on a regular basis or in their home um, they are experiencing it so on a day-to-day -day basis those who are bullied that adrenaline rush how your brain gets really really hyped and then has to relax really really hyped. that constant stress mode um, can it begins to change your DNA and it change how you can cope with things. So it's natural, it's normal for us to want to do things that will help us to feel better. It's normal to make us want to um, numb that negative feeling, right? So really be able to understand, okay, that's what it is. No, you're not crazy. No, something's not wrong with you. You have endured trauma and that trauma is making it hard for you. And so we have to begin to heal from the trauma but before we can heal we have to even we have to identify it right and understand and accept that it does have an impact and it's totally normal
right? It is totally normal um, to really understand how your past does. And I think because we are a society of such strong people, right? That a lot of times we want to dismiss it because I'm stronger than that, right? I can do way better than that. I'm not going to let that keep me down, right? And so that's the thing. I'm not going to let it keep me down. And I agree. Don't let it keep you down. However, don't think that it's going to go away like magic because it's not right you have to work through it and so i always you know i always say if you are still crying about it if you are still hurt about it if you can't have a conversation about it then that is still trauma that's affect you and that is trauma that needs help right and so there's different ways to um deal with it i'm trying to make sure i don't Oh, I did talk about how we dismiss it because of denial. Um, we want to ignore it. We just want it to go away and it doesn't go away. Right. So I feel like I'm talking really fast. So I'm going to slow down. Trauma affects everybody. There's been studies that show 70% of people have endured some sort of trauma. Some people have, have, you know, people who they can talk through it with, but a lot of times they don't and we kind of just bury it. And again, I always said, you know, think of this big vase, this glass vase, right? And the vase resembles is a symbolism of you. That's your temple, your body, this glass vase. And every time you have things, it goes into the jar. And so trauma and big issues become rocks, right? And so if you have so many rocks, there's only so many that you can put into this vase before the vase begins to crack, before it begins to break down. So ideally, if you are able to deal with the trauma through treatment, right? Because again, it doesn't go away by itself. But if you are able to deal with it through treatment, those rocks become, you know, it doesn't make the trauma go away, but it does decrease its impact. It decreases that rock, right? So that you get out of the stress mode, that you get out of the, you know, this fight or flight that I have to, you know, protect myself at all costs. And if you can do that, you will find that you'll be more at peace. You will find that you can, you know, you can talk about your issue and let it be a testimony rather than, and then you become the survivor rather than the victim, right? And so really beginning to understand, okay, what is the trauma that, so, you know, a lot of times, you know, people feel stuck, you know, they get stuck into this place. And so outside of, or recognizing, okay, I'm stuck. Why am I stuck? And sometimes you can't be, because you have dismissed it for so long that it doesn't even become something that you consider as a factor, right? And so, again, I've worked with, you know, adults who they're not understanding why they have this anxiety, why all of a sudden they're having panic attacks, why all of a sudden now when ideally their life should be considered good, right? They are working, they have their families, they're doing everything they're supposed to, but now their body is deciding to have this physical reaction and also you know recognizing that our health not only just depression anxiety but other parts of our body our organs all those things affect are affected by our trauma and so this lady did this report and so those who have endured traumas um over 12 times they're more likely to commit suicide more likely to um have a lot of physical ailments and so and she broke it down from anywhere from four different traumas to seven different traumas to um 12 different traumas and how that overall affects you and so if you're wondering you know why you're sick 
if you're wondering why you can't seem to get past this point or if you're just sad or you know you that's that one area that you just don't want to talk about because it just brings up too many bad memories you want to be mindful of those things so that you can begin to heal from them and therapy does help with that of course you know i'm, I'm gonna say i'm gonna tell you therapy does help and i know it helps um I'm not telling you what I think. I'm telling you what I know because I've definitely I've seen people come in and be you know rate themselves really low in their mood, their attitude, everything else, um, and then go through the process because really and and get better and make better decisions. And ultimately, again, that's what I want for everybody. I want everyone to live their best selves unapologetically, right? Unapologetically. So again, so. You know, of course, there's medicine for it. Medicine helps the symptoms go away. It doesn't help you process the information. It doesn't make you think about it in a different way. Because ideally, that's what therapy does. It helps you to think about your trauma in a different way, in a healthy way, so that you get out of that stress state. You get out of that fight or flight state, right? So again, understanding trauma, and understanding with kids, um, for those of you who have, I see people logging on, um, those of you with kids, Again, kids are so resilient. They can go through so much and seem unharmed whatsoever, right? And so really beginning to understand what kids, if kids have gone through any of these traumatic events, they need to process that. They really do because kids oftentimes are not telling parents because they don't want you to feel bad. They know you love them. They don't want you to feel bad. So they're not talking to you about it. The bullying, the impact that bullying has um, on kids, but also all the way up into adulthood is amazing, right? And it's amazing to know that you can go through all those things and then get better. Like that is real. Like healing is real. Healing is powerful. Healing helps you to have a whole new perspective. And so again, getting the healing, getting the treatment, you know, not, ne not necessarily with me, but somebody if you know people who have gone through things or you figure, or you find that, you know, people are stuck and you can't force anybody to get treatment before yourself. If you have gone through some things and you do not, you know, you recognize, yes, this thing still affects me. Yeah, it happened 10 years ago, it happened 20 years ago. But when I think about it, I still get angry. I still get sad. Um, being able to recognize what that trauma is so that you can begin to heal from it and get the help that you need. Right, so that means, yes, calling a therapist and talking about it, right? And so I know people, I don't know how talking is supposed to help, or I could I have friends that I can talk to, and that's great. And if that helps you, that is awesome, right? So if you have people that you can talk to about something, and when that conversation comes up later, you're okay with it, that was a good person that you talked to. But most people don't have those people, because for one, we all have our own things. So as a friend, I'm not going, I might not understand, you know, not me per se, but like as a friend, they might not understand where you're coming from or a lot of times or dismiss it. Well, at least you did this or, you know, or at least you did that. You should be okay. Um, they don't necessarily get that. And so that's why professionals, people who are trained out there to help you because all those things affect us. And I'm going to just go through the list again. So community violence, seeing it, experiencing it, and being involved in it, sexual or physical abuse growing up or presently as adults um, is trauma, having been involved in a natural disaster, you know, the hurricanes going on right now, Hurricane Harvey. Um, so all those people who are there, but also, you know, Hurricane Katrina and all the other natural disasters that affect us. 
um, being a witness in a serious car accident, um, sudden unexpected death of a loved one, suicide um, of a loved one, all affects us, all is trauma. Domestic violence, family violence, dating violence is trauma. Um, war or political violence is trauma. And then abandonment. So if you have children or people who have been abandoned, that again, it affects our DNA. It affects who we become. Um, and there is this way to heal it. And that is through um, sometimes medication, but also with therapy is the key. That's the number one um, way to get through your trauma is through therapy. There's no other, there's, I mean, there's not a magic pill. If there was, I, I promise I would love to make it and just pass them out, but it's not, it's a process and really being able to recognize, okay, this has hurt me. Um, these are some of the things I'm going through and working with your therapist to find some healing in that. So again, as I say, healing is power. I'm gonna look real quick and see if there's any comments. I see some positive comments. So thank you guys, um, this praise stuff. So, you know, whoop, whoop. Uh, and if you do have questions, I did talk about, I'm just going over my notes, don't wanna miss anything. Um, how we stay in this stress mode when we go through trauma. So ideally trying to get out of this stress mode, like we're always stressed, we're always agitated, we're always in pain or hurting or something. Um, just really being able to go through the trauma so that, or process through the trauma so that we're not in this stress um, mode anymore. Um, and another one is if we grew up, another sense of trauma is if we grew up with family members who have mental health disorder. So if our parents were schizophrenic or bipolar and that whole process and never really had a chance to process that is definitely um, needed, needed, okay? So again, I know I'm like on this 25 minute and I'm trying to be under 30 minutes. So again, advocate, advocate, advocate for healing is power, sharing with somebody else. Um, when you notice that someone's going through something, just normalize it make it okay let them know you know this is a, therapy is an option for you if you want to get better because again it's not for everybody some people they're so used to going being in this state they can't even imagine a better world right they can't even imagine it um and i get that some people can't even imagine or they don't want to imagine something else and never actually achieve it so i get that however there is a group of people who do believe that there is a better world there is a better place for them. This is not how their life is set up to be. They're not supposed to be in this repetitive negative state. And you're not. You're not supposed to be in this place where you are, just, are stressed or you know irritated or angry or upset or sad. That's not what we're designed to be. We are designed to be happy people and happiness is real. You know, I know people pretend all the time, but happiness is real and it's yours to get. You just gotta put forth the work. I mean, so understanding that if you haven't reached your full happiness level, it's because of some of the things that you went through. You had no control over it. Um, things, trauma happens to us, right? And so we don't have any control. And so being able to understand this was out of my hands. I had no control. It is affecting me and I want to get better, right? So again, Thank you guys for turning in. Again, um, my name is Lakeisha Harris. I am a therapist and parent coach. And my whole goal in these videos is to normalize healing, normalize getting treatment, normalize you living your best self, you know, unapologetically. That's my favorite word, unapologetically be you.
right? And so I do like to end with music, a positive um, song, because I do believe music is powerful. Music helps you to um, get through something. So really being able to understand that. But I couldn't find any music about trauma. Um, so, and all the music I did find was gospel. And so I did, I, I had a couple of songs, but then I don't know where they are. Um, but really surrounding yourself up until the point when you do seek help, making sure you're surrounding yourself with positivity, um, decrease or eliminate songs that make you feel sad, decrease songs that make you get back into that negative state, um, and increase songs that make you feel happy or give you hope ultimately is the goal. All right. And so again, today's healing is power. I'm Lakeisha Harris with Harris Counseling and Coaching. Please do share the video because I guarantee you that somebody needs to hear this message. Um, and again, normalizing healing. Thank you guys very much. And you guys have a fabulous day.